Hi, I'm Rebecca. I am a menopause coach, a nutritional therapist, and a qualified personal trainer. And this is the Menopreneur Podcast. I created this podcast to help educate and empower fabulous midlife women through their menopause and beyond so they can thrive on the other side. Studies have shown that women who knew what to expect during their menopause had a much better experience than those women who knew nothing. So let's get started with today's episode. I'm going to talk about uh, probably a subject that, that comes up a lot with women going through menopause. It's one of those things that's kind of the first signs, which is the... Um, the effect of sleep, um, our declining hormones basically affects how our sleep is. So these are six reasons why menopause affects sleep. And sleep issues are really, really common. Um, it affects 39 to 40% of perimenopausal women. So as as that as we start to go into that menopause, when all of our symptoms start, that perimenopausal stage, all of our symptoms start. Um, that affects sleep. Um, but actually, postmenopausal women, 35 to 60% of postmenopausal women will still have sleep disturbance. In fact, their sleep may never get back to how it was before their menopause. And what happens is it's not just about menopause. It also it has to do with our sleep-wake cycle as we age anyway. Um, because it starts to lose its consistency, we feel tired earlier, which means that we end up going to bed earlier, and that leads to less sleep overall. You've probably heard that as we get older, we need less sleep. And also, the um, what happens is, is the quality of our sleep is affected by our changes in hormones during this perimenopausal stage. So the number one reason, declining hormones, um, and I'm going to say, as always, estrogen receptors, because estrogen plays a, a role in the metabolism of serotonin and other transmit, neural transmitters that affect our sleep-wake cycle. So, and also estrogen helps regulate um, our body temperature. So it, what it does is it helps normally, pre-menopause, we, it helps to keep our, our our body temperature when we sleep, it helps to keep it low, which helps us get a, a, a better night's sleep. You probably notice um, when you, uh, during during your you know when you're having your period, you might notice that there are times during your cycle where you're hot and it disturbs your sleep. That would be probably at times when your estrogen levels have um, have dropped during your cycle that will affect your sleep. So uh, the, the same is true when you go through menopause because those you have those declining levels of estrogen, then that affects your body temperature. Um, and also progesterone, because progesterone has a very sedative calming effect. If anyone takes the mini pill or has taken the mini pill before, generally they would say to you, take it at night because of its, its sedentary, because it promotes us to, to feel um, really sleepy. So as those progesterone levels as well start to drop, then, so, you know, you've got both of those, you've got estrogen dropping and progesterone dropping as well, and both of those things will affect our sleep. 
Number two is stress. So again, we're going back to other hormones. So our hormones of cortisol, but also our neurotransmitters of melatonin, because cortisol and melatonin work together. So what happens is, is that cortisol normally spikes um, and helps us wake up. So that's that's its role. It, it helps us wake up in the morning. And then as the day progresses, our cortisol levels should start to drop. And then as we get to nighttime, our melatonin picks up and that's what makes us sleepy and helps us go to sleep. So if you're stressed and you're producing too much cortisol, that's going to have a knock on effect. And what that's going to do is that's going to 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 delay or stop that production of your melatonin, which means you're not going to be ready. It's going to affect that circadian cycle, which is your sleep cycle. So stress. So that's something that we need to do is control those cortisol levels. Number three is night sweats. Now, obviously, um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, we've had so many um, bank holidays. I've kind of, I've kind of lost track a little bit in May. So when I looked at hot flushes, hot flushes are obviously affected by our lowering estrogen levels. So that follows that we will get night night sweats and that will disturb our sleep because it's waking us up. And as I said previously, you know, just then those estrogen, as we in, in generally in life, will keep us cool at night. And obviously as those estrogen levels drop, but also if you're getting night sweats as well, that is also going to affect your sleep. So number four is mental stimulation. So I think that this is probably a newer one um, that, that wouldn't really have affected your mom or your grandmother. Um, but we live in a world now where we are always on. We are always scrolling we are binging on netflix we've just binged on fubar if anybody loves arnold schwarzenegger please watch fubar um i i actually i think i love as i'm getting older and as, as he's getting older i think that i just i just love him more and more um he's great i think during covid he he posted a couple of videos he's got like these i don't know if they're miniature ponies or donkeys but he was, they were like in his kitchen and he's eating and they're eating his food and stuff. He's, and he was filling potholes the other day and complaining because the local um, council wasn't filling potholes in Los Angeles. So he was out doing that. He's, he's great. Anyway, so we've just been on fever. Um, and it's very easy to just, oh, just one more, just one more. So, but the problem with that is, is that not only that, but if you're on your devices, whether that's your iPad, whether that's your phone, those things have all got that light that will stimulate your brain. Um, so you've got you've got that as well. Um, so number five is oh my thing has gone a bit peculiar. So the other um, thing that can affect your sleep is um achy joints and um muscle spasms things like that so as i've said before our hormones are naturally anti-inflammatory so it follows that as we as we go into menopause 
then what happens is, is we find that our joints are aching a little bit more. And by the time we go to bed, you'll probably find that you might get that dull ache that is going on all the time. If you've ever had an injury and then tried to sleep, you know, if a shoulder injury or something, and you're trying to sleep, you can't get comfortable. Well, that's something that can also happen as we go into menopause because we get more aches and pains just in general. Um, another one is restless legs, um, which is one of those lesser known um, symptoms of menopause is restless legs. I tend to get that if I get very tired. But also what happens is if, if I go to sleep and I wake up within sort of two or three hours, that's it for me. I've got restless legs. Um, but I do find that elevating my legs up. So it similar to if you were to put your legs up a wall um that i always find that that really helps so that's something else so you've got natural aches and pains and you might have things like restless legs so number six is diet um and eating things that stimulate us things like chocolate um drinking too much caffeine late in the day drinking fizzy drinks those types of things but it could also be things like alcohol um, really salty food, you know, because that will then mean that your kidneys still have to be, you know, you have to be um, working, which means that you'll probably end up getting up you know, to pee in the night. So that won't be helpful. Um, as I say, tea and coffee and things like that. And sometimes things like spicy food, because they could give you indigestion and heartburn during the night. So what can we do? Well, develop a sleep routine that is the thing that you need to do so as i said switch off your devices a good hour before you're due to go to bed doing things like taking a hot shower or better still a hot bath maybe put some essential oils in um or, and maybe some magnesium salts and epsom salts because that will help make you sleepy um read because that will help you fall asleep um, faster um, and nothing makes me not off than reading in bed. Um, and just to say, make sure you don't eat anything or drink anything that's stimulating before you go. And actually hot milk really does work because hot milk helps you produce serotonin, which again, you know, serotonin, melatonin, all those things are the things that relax us and help make us feel sleepy and ready to go to bed. So those are the six reasons or six of the reasons. I'm sure that there are many more um, that we have trouble with, why menopause specifically affects our sleep. But also there's some really easy strategies there that you can put in place and um, you know, and just develop that, that sleep routine. Because as I say, you know, it's not something that's, you know, it's only going to happen for, you know, this three, four, five year period, however long your perimenopause lasts. It is something that can last into into your postmenopause years. So I hope you enjoyed that episode and found it informative. To make sure you get notified of new episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow from your favourite podcast app. If you want to contact me, you can email me on rebecca at theempoweredmenopause.com. 
Until next time.